Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Sausage by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on today's bumper episode we have a great lineup. First up, as it has to be, is club CEO Billy Wood and Hastings Supremo Chris Agata talking Aggie's contract, Project Non-League and the time kiln. Next up is club president David Ormrod talking his beginnings with our great club that span over 50 years, his feelings on the current side and some funny away days. And after that we have Jake Elliott, our refined and versatile attacking right back, chatting about how he decided on Hastings, where he is in his career and some ridiculous headwear. If that wasn't enough, we have Ian Gareth Jones, West End actor and news attendee who's appeared in a myriad of roles such as Guys and Dolls, Billy Elliot, Mamma Mia, and once lockdown relents, he will be appearing in Mary Poppins. He talks the state of his business, his love of football, and who's the greatest linesman in Sidley Vets history. And there's more. We speak with former Hastings and now Premiership Burnley's Ben Ward about how he is settling in to this great club, his feelings about us youth fans, and why he has two ends. And lastly, we have the legend that is Safety Dave, aka David Russell. Dave tells us about how he's been since lockdown, what he thinks about having his own song, and gives his fellow stewards a deserved shout out. Enjoy Hastings fans, and now here's CEO Billy Wood and Supremo Chris Agata. Right, well, chaps, let's let's start. We've got the CEO uh, Billy Wood here and the, the Supremo Chris Agata. Where, where should we start, gents? So obviously, we've got the current league situation. Um, we've also got talk of a of some serious contract negotiations. What, where, where, where do you want to start, uh, uh, Billy? Top Billy. you want, Chris? We'll start right from the top. Like we've got some news for you. Um, yeah, so this is an exclusive. You've got an exclusive. Yeah, go on, mate. So negotiations have been done. We've come yeah. to an agreement, and Chris Agutter will be the Hastings United manager for two more seasons. Um, hey. so the contract to 22 yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And I think what we need is a bit of. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like this song, Chris. It was, I think it was inevitable, in, in, inevitable, really, based on the fact that as a club, with the ambition that we have. Both as a club, um, both with as a club and individual mm-hmm. ambition as well to to take Hastings or to operate at the highest level possible. I know Chris has the ambition to; he doesn't want to be a step four manager for for, for any any longer, really. <laughs> no. we've, got, we've, we've got to get out of it, and I think with our with our combined ambition, we we want to be at the best at the best level we can possibly be at, um, and we believe Hastings can be at that level, um, but. I think my job as as chief exec is to make sure the tools are in place. Whether I'm here for for one week, ten days, six months, six years, or sixty years, like to make sure that all the components are in place for this football club yeah. to grow and continually grow um, with or without me. And Chris is a massive part of that. And I, I see the next couple of years being vital for us, for us as individuals, as individuals, and as a club. In, in doing something this club should have done years and years ago. Yeah. And we were on the cusp of it. We were really on the cusp of it. It was taken away from us. But yeah, it's, I think that, and Chris, you, you can go further into it, but I think the challenge is even more exciting now than it was probably a year or two ago. Did you yeah, get his car, Chris? 
Sorry? Did you get his car? Well. Go on, didn't you, you didn't have the keys off him? Uh, well, I'm happy with my Ford Fiesta. Oh, okay. <laughs> so no, I just, just, um, just delighted to um, get some concrete uh, plan moving forwards. Um, delighted that I've been given the opportunity to keep keep moving forwards with the club. Um, you know, credit to credit to Bill, credit to all the board uh, directors. You know, Darren, Peter, and Co. They're um, <clears throat> they're so supportive. So um, you know, in terms of an environment that you want to work in, um, it, you know, I couldn't ask for anything better. It's uh, the only thing that sort of let us down or lets the situation down really is completely out of our hands in terms of uh, the league that we're at. You know, we, we, you know, we've done our part of the bargain in terms of winning games and putting points on the board and being better than everyone else. So, um, but, you know, we can't control that. And just, I, I just think the next chapter is an exciting one. Obviously what, you know, Billy alluded to it there. We, this team has been very successful Um and I think there will be a little bit of evolution to the team now. I think for it to be freshened up again, and and uh, you know, obviously with the likes of Ben Ward moving on higher, there's opportunities to for um, players to fill the void left by him. Obviously, players are getting older now as well, so you know how much longer they've got. Um, we're not sure. So I just think the the opportunity to potentially build a a different version of this team or a new team at Hastings and the challenge to be better than what uh, this team has been, which is fantastic, is is exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah, great. I mean, I know that, you know, everyone is is really happy that you stay in, Chris. And uh, you, you've done a, you, you, all of you have done, like, you know, yourself, Billy, you've done a great job since you've been in there. You know, everything has been moving forward. Everything has been positive. It's just this bloody virus has just has just tripped everyone up, hasn't it? And it's mm. it's you know yeah. I, I think I'm sorry, Billy. On that and on that, Chris, just sorry to interrupt. I think on that it's the components across the club that is make that's making it successful. So it's the fact that not we're not all gonna agree on everything at this football club, right? There's times that me and Chris don't agree, there's times that I won't agree with Pat, there's times that I don't agree with with Darren and Peter, right? That's just a fact. Um, and there'd be other times where other people don't agree in the club. But we've all got one common goal and and egos are put aside. We all want success and we want to achieve that. And we're not blinded by the fact that someone else's opinion or, or spin on something might be better than your own opinion. Mm-hmm. So I don't profess that I've got every answer for this football club. And there's times that I've been proven wrong. Okay, I've I've been proven wrong. But it's understanding having that belief in your team and your team having belief in you that you can be wrong in the bubble because as a bubble you'll put, put you'll put it right and make things better so that's why I think Hastings has been successful because all I've done coming in I feel is looked at what's gone on in the pitch which is under Chris's jurisdiction look at what's going on in the academy from the 1619 program and then what we can do to enhance below that from 16 down and just enhanced it. That's all I've like. <laughs> that's all I've done, right? That's all I've done. And and looking at that, I've gone right. Okay, what is key going forward? It's paramount that Chris is is the manager of this football club to take us forward. It's paramount that the staff stay because I, that you know Chris 
we'll always talk about how great his staff, his backroom staff is, but I get to see that firsthand too. And they're on, they're unbelievable people, um, especially when you go like Brownie, Pete, you know, Pete, Dane, Ben Cornelius, James McCrossan. They're, they're, they're really, really in, they, they've taken Chris's philosophies on board, probably molded them a little bit and it's become something even more mega. And it's very, very exciting to watch. And then on the board as well, and and the and the and the, um, the volunteers, they're the people that really help us make decisions because they live and breathe it. So you have to take their feelings in consideration when you're trying to create something. If we just wanted to tick boxes and carry on and just play football in Hastings and rah rah rah, fine. But that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to create something that all of us can look back on, whether you're in it as a 20, 30, 40 year supporter. Uh, a new supporter to the football club, like, like obviously um, Adam is, the guy who's now doing our website, or a manager that's been here for five years or a chief executive who's been here for 18 months, right? It's For me, it's, it's not how long you've been there or how long you're going to be here, but it's all of us can look back in 10 years' time and don't matter how long we've been at this football club or supported it, we can say that we helped to create a culture that hopefully will outlive us all at this club. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's like a philosophy, isn't it? I mean, even when I was chatting with that Ben yesterday, who's obviously gone to Burnley, he, he said, well, when he gets spare time, he's going to come down to watch us play because we play great football. And obviously, you know, he, you know, he, 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 he admires Aggie and that. But that, the key is that we play good football that's really exciting to watch. Yeah, definitely. And it's just a great selling point for anyone. Yeah, no, I think so. I think so. And that's all credit to 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 what's going on the pitch. Like that's for me, that's something I can't have an influence in. Um, and it's something that I have to trust the people that do. And I have full trust in it. Full trust. And it's so it's so refreshing to be in an environment that no one feels that everyone's trying to get slipped up on something. It's not a slippery environment. It's like if I say something it's direct or if Chris says something it's direct if Dane says something it's direct members of this football it's, it's not a well, plant this seed to make something happen or plant this to make there's none of that and that's quite refreshing because yeah. I know a lot of clubs that aren't like that that there's a lot of people that are trying to fuck each other over excuse my French and to just to better themselves but I genuinely believe that if we carry on down this down this path the reputation everyone garners at Hastings United might professionally spiral them on to other things, or they'll be on the journey to Hastings to the National League. And that's the that's it, that's what's exciting at the moment. Absolutely. Anything to add to that, Chris? No, it's, it's just uh, I think Billy hits an nail on the head. It's obviously, you know, get announced about me staying on, but um that also means obviously Brownie, Pete, um all the people that work so hard behind the scenes. I think also like massive um, credit to the players as well. Cause if the, if the, if the players didn't produce on the pitch you know, and uh, didn't deliver, then I don't think I would personally be in a position to be offered a new, a new contract with the club. So I, I just think it's, yes, uh, it, it, it's about my name in terms of being announced, but in terms of like the bigger picture, it's just, I'm just one cog, uh, in a in a machine, and, and everyone contributes. To be fair, and the supporters are included in that. You know, <clears throat> the, I've, I've banged on about it so many times. Is it's so easy to 
attract players to the club now compared to what it was when I first came here. Obviously, the track record and the reputation of what we do helps, but the fact that now we're getting, assuming there's no restrictions, we'll be getting six, seven hundred minimum compared to the 125 that we that yeah. we had in our first sort of few weeks um, in charge. So I just think the supporters play such a huge part as well and everyone sort of, uh, everyone contributes a, 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 a certain amount and that leads to success and we just hope we can continue that. Well, talking about the continuing success, I know you've all kind of been involved with this this new plan, this um, project, you know, that's been sent over for the FA to look at, you know, the the PPG. I mean, I don't, what is the latest with, with, with that? I, I, I can quickly give you an update on that. I've just submitted our, um, our survey um, answers to the FA. Um, we're fully back in the project non-league um, concept of promotion without relegation to help restrict the the FA survey. We've, as I said, we've put our application in, our survey answers in for the um, for the FA survey. What, how, how to finish the season? There's loads of different options on that. We as a club are supporting the project non-league concept that the FA pyramid can be restructured to how they want it to be via promotions. So if they just do promotions based on points per game over the last two seasons, they can restructure the leagues without relegation. So no club will suffer. But the clubs that have actually kind of been ambitious, put their money where their mouth is at times, or actually just want to compete, they, they, they're not going to get, once again, castrated for the lack of like, ambition by other clubs. Like... With all due respect, I think Hastings United have proven it in in the last two seasons that we are not we are not a step four club. Mm. Fact, it's two league losses in two seasons. It's a fact. The win ratio, the clean sheets. It's it, the the team that we put together over the last two years. Well, Chris and his team have put together over the last two years. Has wait. yeah. We, well, we'll we'll do we, we'll play our part. Uh, we've put together uh, over the last two years. I think we've proven that we're winners and I think we could compete at a higher level. And it's it really, my frustration isn't coronavirus. It's, it's, it's really not. I understand. And, you know, the death tolls going up and up and up. And I think the, the vaccine coming in, the, the lack of the cases are going down. The cases in Hastings are, are dramatically going down, as I keep seeing daily by Wayne Southby's posts. That's to that COVID's not my problem. My problem is, is let's, it's, it's the rigidness of the FA system that I find really hard to deal with in the sense that, for example, I feel that it's a lot of people clinging on to their jobs um, and are rigid without trying to put their head above the parapet and make something exciting happen. You know, the FA, the FA and also the Trident Leagues have got to look at it and go, cool. Another year of this. Oh, well, what we'll do is we'll just restart in August and everything will be fine. Well, that's not guaranteed, right? Mm. So why not actually give people something to look forward to? Give our fans or give... And also the fans in, in, in the South East, the South Central and the North Divisions, give them something exciting to look at. Mm. You know, clubs that they might not have been to before and be able to play. It's, a, it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Change it. 
Let us go up. Let Worthing go up. Let Jersey Bulls go up. Let these teams that have actually gone out there and obliterated their leagues or sucked up again, let them be rewarded. Let us have different away days for our supporters to go to. Let the step four leagues have different away days, extra away days. Like knowing you, everyone looks forward to it, looking forward to potential, you know, clubs moving over from South Central to South East. And, oh, oh, we're going to be playing this team this season. Doesn't mean because you've not been promoted that you can't have that excitement. That excitement can still live. And, and the teams that haven't, the teams that just sit there and trickle along, blaming budgets or bad management, man, managerial decisions or whatever, who are sitting bottom of the leagues, who want null and void because, oh, we've got to protect our position, right? Mm. Okay, fine. Protect your position. Stay in the league. But don't hamstring us and other clubs that deserve to, pr- to, pr- to push on because all they're doing is stagnating. It's hard. Like, with all due respect, the club, will, if we don't push on at some point, we'll struggle to... Yeah. Chris might, might, well, might sign Chris to a new two-year contract, but we'll struggle. we might struggle to keep Chris Hackett at the football club. We might struggle to keep certain players at the football club. Um, we might... Something might... I don't know. Something might come up mm. for me. You know, yeah. I, I have to look at... On a, on a professional basis, I have to look at my own career and where I want to go. And don't get me wrong, I'm fully committed to delivering this plan. But the longer we stagnate, Who's who's to say something might might change? Yeah, change punishing that. punishing ambition. Absolutely. So I just think like, this. just 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 on that as well. Like if I'm if I'm one of the other teams in our league, I want to see the back of Hastings. Oh, I, I, I want to see the back of Hastings. Mm. If I'm talking about self preservation, I, I want Hastings to go out because we're not going away. If we're at the same level again next year, we'll be where we are again. You know, we'll make sure of it. Mm. You know, we're not going anywhere. So, I, if I was thinking of myself in terms of uh, as a club, I'd be going right. Let's get Hastings out. I, I felt it when Cray Wanderers went out of the division because when they got promoted, obviously disappointing because we were in the race with them. But um, as soon as they were gone, it sort of thought, well, that's one hell of a rival because yeah. obviously with Tony and and Joe and everyone at the club, that they're very well run. They weren't going anywhere. Mm. So I think from from other clubs' perspective, why why would you want Hastings in your level again? And I just think, I don't know. I, I see uh, an announcement that Phoenix put out, and I thought it was really refreshing. Like yeah. Phoenix back in the back in the the no to null and void, and and actually going at sporting integrity. Mm. You know, let's reward success. Let's reward. I mean, we've we've lost two games in two years. It, it's it's <laughs> mental, mad, isn't it? <laughs> it is it's mad, and you just think. Uh, actually, if if I when Cray Wanderers won the league, I was the first person to text Tony Russell to say well done because they deserve to win the league. They deserve mm. to go up, and I just think if if it was Cray Valley top of the pile, I would be saying the same thing. Mm. No, they deserve to get promoted. One from a selfish perspective because Cray Valley aren't going anywhere, and you know, they're always going to be competing at the top. But also, because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, no, I agree. Totally agree. But do I have any hope? Well, I think the FA and also the leagues have proven to be quite stubborn in their approach. And the Ishman League and well, the Trident League's coming out and saying that they back null and void kind of tells you where they want it to go, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think the obstacles are put in the place of where points per game should should exist at a certain percentage point of of the season, whether it's 
50 odd, 60 odd or 70 odd. There's those sort of questions that are in it. But for me, will we kick a ball till August? Like, like competitive football again? Probably not. I don't believe we will. Mm. But um, for, for the men's side, for definite. But at the same time, like like Chris says, let's let's reward sport and success. Let's let's actually do it. Let's do it and 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 not be scared of it. But we'll see. We'll see. To be continued, I guess. Yeah. Right, gentlemen. A, a quick quick thing. Uh, can Chris? Can you give a little message to John Wills? Um, obviously, Aggie is not out. Is there anything you want to say to John Wills? Um, well, actually, written into our contract, it yeah. does say that. As soon as my contract's extended, it actually means John Wills is banned from the club. Yes, hang on, hang on, where's that? He has to watch through the bars. At the yes, yes. yes. No. You're it, Wills, he's banned, mate. No, and also, nah, I think it would be more painful for John is if I invited him onto the coaching staff. We'd have to work with him at the time. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well chaps, uh, what we got here? Extra, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we've, we've kind of talked about that. You you got any summer plans yet? I mean, I know you're obviously going to lose a few people, as you know. I'm sure a few people have got some things lined up that you no, may, John, may not want well, to speak speak to. Talking huh? about this window quickly. Oh, so talking yeah. about things. So I've never experienced a transfer window where Hastings is. I doubt Hastings have ever been as active in a transfer window as we are at the moment. I doubt it. Oh, okay. I, um. Nothing's done yet, but um, we've been talking to a lot of pro clubs. Now, we're not a club here for the picking, okay? So we're not a club that's going to stand around and get picked off by by professional football clubs because we're producing players. It's not going to happen. Mm. Um, we're always going to find the right deal for the player, for for us, the player, and the, and the selling club. We, we're going to think like that. We're going to think of the most fairest deal for, for all players that we're talking about. We're not going to sit there and just roll over to give a player an opportunity. It's not what we're doing. We're going to, we create the opportunity by giving them the platform. Yeah. So by giving them the platform, we will negotiate fair, but, but hard with any, with any club. And I think, um, I think some league two clubs have, have, um, have felt that in the last couple, last week, let's just say that Hastings United isn't a, a soft yeah. touch. Um, but, but, but saying that we want to see players progress and, there is a balance between having progression and showing that for the academy lads and any young lad, any young player that's dropping out of a professional football club academy in Sussex and Kent should be looking at Hastings United as an opportunity to re- rehabilitate their career because we have proven and will continue to prove in this, this transfer window that Hastings United creates opportunities. Um, so it's been my phone has not stopped ringing. I feel like I'm at a Premier League club. Um, the amount my phone's rung and the amount of different chairmen, secretaries, and, and whatever I've been speaking to in league football, um, and also our players as well, reassuring them that we're trying to do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And they get it. They get it. There's going to be a player or two that don't get it, or hires a, hires um, a dodgy agent or a big mouth who, who tries to who tries to bully little old Hastings, but we just won't have it. And it, you know, hopefully there'll be some news to announce soon. Okay. That'd be positive. Again, another positive story for the club and shows that we're a club that's in the game. Um, we're very much in the game and, and that will continue. 
Oh, but you can talk about summer, Chris. That's, that's your jurisdiction. Well, obviously, there's going to be no names there, but it just shows you that you're doing a good job. If if people are coming in, they're seeing the the things that are being produced on the pitch, and I'm, you know, again, I don't, I maybe I'm just talking for myself. I'm sure I'm talking for most fans that, you know, for that the standard of football that you're putting out there is well above what we're at now, and that's being noticed. And good luck to everyone that moves on. Um, because hopefully that people will see, as you say, the youngsters and that will see, well, look, come to Hastings because players go go places from here. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. we've been tied down because of the COVID that we would have progressed, but, you know, still it's going to happen. So have we got anyone? Are you looking at anyone, Chris? Are you bringing any new names in or? Yeah, well, a part of, um, oh, Billy knows about it, it's part of our um, sort of planning behind the scenes. We've got a massive database of players so, you know, we've got nearly a thousand players on the database that we sort of try and keep track of and um, try and try and see who the best performers are at, across across non-league. Um, that's not just obviously with a view to now, but it's if we get promoted and mm. so ensuring that when you do go up to the next level, you're, you're aware of what you're, um, what's out there. So, um, so yeah, we're always looking, but um, I think, I think, if if anything, the last sort of years taught us is that the lads that we produce, that the academy produces, you know, the local players, um, they they are worth their weight in gold if given the opportunity. So Ben Ward is a great example. Um, was with the academy um, under Adam Hurley, I think under thirteen, fourteen. Uh, was released by Brighton and uh, come to us moved away from us, come back to us, now signed at a Premier League club. Um, you know, he, he's a great example because he's worked extremely hard, he's extremely coachable. Um, and so you look at that sort of, that uh, lesson, if you like, and go, actually, there's plenty more to come. So um, I've said to the academy players, I, I spoke to a few of them last night, I just said that... Um, what you do in this break could define um, the sort of career you have, not just at Hastings, but potentially mm. beyond. I, you know, I know in the previous lockdown, Ben Ward outworked everyone and it sort of paid dividends. And Ben at the time was just a, an under 18 that we'd taken um, with a view to playing potentially 23s football who could support the first team squad as and when needed. And obviously he had his opportunity in pre-season and took it. So I, I, long story short is I think there's more Ben Wards there. Yeah. Definitely. There's more Tom Chalmers. There's more David Widaris. There's more Adam Lovitz. It's just a case of me and the staff having the, um, the thought process to go actually, because you know what it's like. Supporters love, they love a big name coming into the club. So when Raheem, Sterling Parker came into the club. He's obviously very well known. It was like, wow, you know, big, mm. big player. And I understand and appreciate everyone loves a big signing. But I also think now there is more of an attachment with the team to the supporters because they're local lads, a majority. Yeah, absolutely. So, like Jake Elliott uh, is Eastbourne, Ryan Warrell, Eastbourne, Louis Eastbourne, Louis come through the club. Um, Adam Lovett was Eastbourne, David Bexhill. Nori is based in locally. So what I mean is, is these local players have an affinity with the club. They have mm. 
an affinity with the support, which I think works vice versa. And ultimately, they're bloody good players. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think as I said, that the last year has really taught us that um, we look within. You know, we give the opportunities within, um, and that that uh, we won't go too far wrong with that approach. Yeah, great. Oh, great stuff. Okay, I mean, uh, just one more thing about the time kiln. Um, any any yeah. news on the time kiln at all, Billy? Um, so I was meant to have a t- call with the council, a bunch of councillors yesterday, which they've moved because they've had a sit down and talk about the the project and have some positive feedback for us. So oh, it's a good, good thing. Um, so I'm now waiting for that for that call to be rearranged. Uh, with rather than a couple of the councillors, with, with 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 the whole with the whole kind of board of councillors, which would be quite interesting. Um, obviously, I'm just a small cog in that Darren Peter and former chairman David Nestlin has been a massive part of that uh, but yeah it, it for me my key on that is how it's going to affect our community like I you can hear all the hullabaloo about oh we're going into a certain area of the town and whatnot but it's Hastings right so then Hastings and St Leonard's is is one combined area that we as a club support that area. We've supported Surviving Surviving the Streets, a Hollington-based um, charity, a hell of a lot. There's more work. Lots of charities are reaching out to me and community projects are reaching out to me about stuff that we can do. And for me, to the councillors, it's, it's, it's simple. This project allows us as a club to have a larger impact in our community because we can put more resources into our community. We could do more projects for our community and we, and also we have the facilities for our community. So all this rubbish and talk about how it's going to benefit Hastings and it's Hastings, Hastings, Hastings. Great. It will benefit the football club. Of course it will. Mm. The football clubs needed this for for about 50, 60 years. So the benefit of the football club is obvious. Part of the benefit to the local community is even bigger. It's bigger than me. Like, yeah, I love Hastings and as a town and will always shout about it. But so are the rest of our board and and our management team and our players and, and that local affinity. So it's not just how I deliver the community, it's how we deliver to the community. Um, and I'm looking at right now, I'm, I'm, I've been doing a lot of work with Egg2 for a, a local charity and I've been, I've been fleshing out an idea that I want to launch at some point um, that would be quite exciting a bit of more one-to-one sort of community work that we can do. But um, I can't really say much about that yet because I've not got it okay. finalised and, and I don't want to jump the gun. But Tile Kiln for me is all about delivering something exciting for Hastings as a town that needs it regardless. Regardless, yet yeah, people want to walk their dogs and I respect that. People want to respect the, the wildlife. I respect that too. But But let's be frank, the plan that we put in place we thought about all those things. All those things are thought about. It's not like we've ignored that. Um, and and what we want to do is give a deprived town an exciting facility to use. Yeah, and it's a hub of bringing people together. Like all of us at Hastings, when we come along, like, you know, there'd be a ton of things we all disagree on. But yeah, when you come together, you, it brings everyone together. It's a, it's a focus point of the town. But, but Chris, it's not just for us. Right? We offered, regardless... We offered Hollington an opportunity to come in on this project. Anyone can say we didn't. It's, it's not true. We've got it okay. in email form that we did, and 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 the local council have that. 
On top of that, we've offered it to all the other clubs that use Tolkien, right? That's the most important thing. Clubs use Tolkien right now. And I care the fact that that, those clubs don't lose their facilities and they understand that they won't. And we've made it clear to those clubs. And those clubs are excited about the Tolkien Park project. And for them, brilliant. They get to play on a 3G pitch. They're not going to have any more waterlogged games called off. Mm. They're going to play on a smooth surface rather than an unkept council pitch. And they're going to have lovely change rooms to get change into. And a lovely bar that would be run by Sam Smith around the next door. So, you know, what can you complain at? Absolutely. Yeah, but it's exciting. There's loads of little bits and bobs, but I, I could sit and talk about it all day, but I can't because I've actually... Yeah. I'm actually yeah. got a call waiting for me right now. So, oh, okay. I need to love you and leave you, Chris. All right, and, yeah, all right, and take care. Right, hey, quick, uh, Chris, quickly. Go yeah. on, you, 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 you can go, Billy. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Yeah, take Cheers, care. Bill. I'm just, I'm going to be talking with Jake in a minute. Jake, Jake Elliott, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, on the pitch, mate. He like he glides on there. You know when he's in oh, form and he's doesn't fit. Realize, doesn't realize how good he is. Mm. That that's my biggest challenge. Has always mm. been to convince Jake just how good he is. That, it's, yeah. ama- it's amazing. A lot of the lads, they're not used to, you know what, you're a very good player. They're yeah. not used to they that. They can't deal I mean, with that. No, it's almost like, well, how, what do you mean? Well, I mean, you're a very good footballer. Mm. And, and I think I think that goes a long, long way. And as I said, with more confidence and more experience, he, you know, he's, we had to work really hard to keep Jake in the summer. Oh, really? Um, okay. No, I mean, really hard. Um, I mean, even now, I hope he doesn't mind because he's, he, he's back in Bristol, I think, uh, with his family. Uh, I think he's training with Chippenham um, at the minute. So he could easily play a higher level. But, yeah. you know, he when he agreed to stay this season, he said, um, I'm in no rush. I feel like I'm going to improve working with you. I love what I do. Mm. I love the club. Um you know, he's a really, really good lad. Really switched on lad. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Chris. Well, yeah. Thank, thanks for your time. And, um, and I mean, I'm going to cut off. You know, I'm going to cut all this the, the stuff out. So don't worry about any of the other bits. But no, um, you're right. I don't mind. I, I, I'm always, um, I always make sure I don't say anything that I wouldn't want any. Other. To be fair, yeah. I, I don't know whether you get the vibe, but I just say what I think all the time. And um, it's good. It's it's very good. It, yeah. It's a very good thing. You need to. It's good to. Everyone knows where they're coming from because, unfortunately, yeah. there's many that don't. No, I, I know. Really find somebody who does. That that's the biggest challenge for me is in terms of when you're dealing with people, especially in football. Mm. Um, when you're dealing with people, because so many things get get said, and you think, well, so mm. I, I'm a big believer in picking up the phone and and mm. talking to people. Yeah. Because when when people text, they tend to grow another three foot. And they can, they can almost uh, take things out of context. So I'm a big believer in talking to people, and it's amazing that when you actually have a have a conversation with people, it, it's completely yeah. different. But exactly, you, know, and you can get places. You can get places when people text in Facebook, all this thing. They're all giving it the big one, or they mm. that you can completely misconstrue what they're saying. Yeah, they can't put their arguments across. But if you're actually talking to someone, seeing that rea- mm. reaction. Easy. But, but it's like it's like with the tile kiln mm. project. Let's let's put everyone put all their egos aside. Mm. Does this town need a football facility as a community? Does it need it? Irrelevant if, if Hollington are building it, if Westfield are building it, mm. if Hastings are building it, 
if whoever's building it, let's put, does the town need it? 100%. Yeah. Like we, we've got no training facilities. We, we train at the Furs on a waterlogged pitch and on a mugger next to the pilot field mm. or indoors at the gym, which we're no longer allowed to do. So we've got no training facilities. So we, we've, to preserve the pitch, we have, like last season, we went months without training on the pitch. Madness. So it, need, it desperately needs a facility. Are Hollington going to benefit from that? Yes, they can. Westfield, yes, they can. Every local club, yes, they will. Do we need it? So I look at it and go, so my son's in the academy. Mm. Um, he trains in Alexandra Park because there's no other training facilities. Mm. It, it's just, it's yeah. for his development, they need right. to have a better training facility. Mm. But that's what I mean. And the thing is as well, people can talk about their own personal goals and their own personal agendas. Yes, people will gain out of it. But the most important uh, beneficiary of this is the community. Hastings will have a facility which befits a great town and a huge, a huge population of young men, women, boys, girls that will benefit yeah. from that facility. So let's, mm. let's just put it to bed and let's get it done. That's what mm. I think. Yeah. 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 Well said, Chris. Well said. Oh, and Chris, look, you take care, fellow, and have a good afternoon. All right. Come on, Chris. Yeah, mate, bye. And here's our club president, David Ormerod. Hi, Chris. I'm talking to Dave Ormerod, Hastings club president. Dave's had, well, had a long association with Hastings for over 50 years. So, where do we start, Dave? Do you want to start how you got involved with the club initially? Yeah, sure, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I first started to support the club as a youngster in 1964. Well, I say a youngster, I was a teenager, actually. 1966, the club were looking out for agents for their fundraising schemes. So I applied and I got a job going round to different areas, collecting money in for the various fundraising schemes. Oh, okay. Uh, nine, okay. In the 1966, there was a vacancy came up on the supporters club committee which I applied for and was elected between the years of 1966 and 1985. I held various positions on the old Hastings United Supporters Club. I was actually chairman, secretary and treasurer. Not at all one time, but uh, at various times I held them positions. In 1985, as it's well known by everybody, the old Hastings United folded up and... The Hastings Town, who played on the top pitch, which was known as the Furs, took over the lease of the pilot field. And yeah. I was invited to become a member of the management committee. Um, the club was just run by a man management committee in them days, of which at the time, Peter Eastman was the chairman. From 1985... I was just a management committee person, a management, member of the management committee. 1992, I was elected treasurer of Hastings Town Football Club. Yeah. A position I held under the reins of Mark Gardner, Mick Mapleston and Dave Waters as club chairmen. Mm. Club chairman and owners at the time. In, in 2006, 
myself and a few other people put in a bid to purchase a club from Dave Walters, which was ejected. Oh, right. uh, in, view, in view of this, I decided to stand down and just remain as a supporter. In April 2015, in fact, the 1st of April, believe it or not, yeah. it wasn't an April, <laughs> wasn't an April fall or nothing. Yeah. I, I myself, along with Darren Burney and Peter Sherlock, purchased the club from Dave Waters. And that's basically my time at the club. As you well know, I actually stood down in September 2019 when uh, Billy Woods took over as the COE of the club. Yeah. Um, I, I gave my support to uh, Dave Nesson and Tony Cousins, who also stood down. I still supported the club in that, in that time, but um, I was asked last year, early in 2020, by Billy Woods and Darren Burney if I would like to return as club president. They basically said I'd done so much for the club over the years, they would be just if I didn't accept the post again, So, which I accepted. Uh, and basically that is my life, of my time at the club, actually. All right, well, you've condensed a lot in there, Dave. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and obviously, being club president, you've, the, the amount of work you've done, you know, you, you definitely deserve that honour. Just want to go back on a couple of things before I ask you a few different questions. Yeah, that's okay. Um, just, you were saying that you were going around businesses collecting money, right? Now, no, no, it, was, no it wasn't businesses. It was a fundraising scheme. And you actually went round to, to different houses, you know, people's houses and that. I can't remember... What the actual what we actually done in that time regarding the fundraising? Oh, it was just over the year, yeah. Know. It was I was I was going to do a joke about you were some kind of Ronnie Cray type character, <laughs> twisting thumbs, you know, Godfather two. No, 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 no only teasing. Do, we, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we used to do various fundraising schemes. I can't remember what it was when I first sort of got the job as one of the agents, but uh, you know, I um, we had so many different agents. You used to get a good lot of money in from and everything. I know we used to do bingo and things like that, um, you know, go around with these um, bingo cards, and then the numbers were drawn out. I can't remember exactly what it all was, actually, to be honest. It's such a long time ago. Well, well, particularly if you're busy, you forget, don't you? Because, you know, That's you're right. on to the yeah, next yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're right. not stopping. Yeah, yeah. because, yeah. yeah, I mean, back then, what we were getting a couple of thousand a game, weren't we? Back, oh, yeah, back in those definitely. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I always remember... We just got beaten by Horsham in the FA Cup. Mm. And the next home match, we couldn't believe it. The gate was 999. And it's the first time for a long, long time we'd had a gate of under 1,000. Oh, wow. You know, we, we, we were getting really good gates. Even mm. for our reserve side, we were getting really good gates. Up to 1,000 for our reserve side. Mm. We used to play in the old, what I believe it was called, the Metropolitan League in them days, where our reserves played. Oh, Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about committees. How are you on committees? I, I, I find them a struggle myself. How do you cope with them? Do you have to have a, a swift uh, glass or something before you go in? Or do you uh, are you the Mr. Mediator? No, 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 no problems at all, actually. I've been involved on the, you know, different committees up the club, supporters club, manage, management committee of Hastings Town. Uh, I was a director of Hastings United uh, mm. for quite a long time. I was chairman of Hastings United uh, for a long time, quite a long time in that. But um, no problems at all. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it's I mean, a, the amazing the amount of hats you've worn, Dave. I, I mean, know, uh, it is actually, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think the only thing I haven't actually done for Hastings United is actually played. <laughs> I'm no footballer, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because you first, I'm just, because I've been doing a little bit of research, and you first got involved when you were, when you were 19. 19, yeah, 19 actually, yes, when yeah. I got involved with the club, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just looking back on those times, in terms of all those years of obviously Hastings Town, Hastings United. I mean, is there any golden period you have in your mind when you think back to the exploits of the team? I would say the late seventies and the early eighties. We, we've not been disrespectful to the current team we've got, which I personally think is a brilliant team. Yeah, I think it's the best team I've ever seen up the pilot field. And that was under the managership of um, Peter Silly. Yeah. But um, I, I think the current team we've got at the moment, we're going to go and really get up to that standard again. As in fact, I think we're almost up to that standard again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, uh, obviously, COVID has uh, curtailed that. But, I mean, it, it looked very bright, didn't it? it, it, it you oh, know. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure if we hadn't had the, um, you know, this unfortunate virus, we would have been in the... Um, it's been League Premier Division without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hopefully we won't, may well be next year, but it all depends what the uh, the top people decide to do. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever? Obviously, you you were involved for so many years, Dave. Did you ever think about getting on like these league committees? I mean, I don't really know how it all works. You know, in terms of people who, if the clubs vote them there or whatever. Have you ever thought about doing that no, higher no, structure? No. no? No, no, nothing. No, I wouldn't, didn't think anything about that at all. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I just wonder what no. type of person gets on the Isherman League committee. Well, basically, they, I think they have to get put, have had to get put forward by the club or something. No, oh, is it? Oh, okay. I, I do believe Dave Walters was a member of the uh, management committee at one time. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, Dave. And I know back in the early days, um, Dave Nessing was also um, on the management committee of the Southern League back in, when we used to play in the Southern League. Mm. All right. Well, just another quick point. Just just talking about your contributions to the club. Now, you, you used to be a postie, yeah, Dave? Uh, forty-seven years as a postman. Forty-seven. Chris, yeah. yeah. So that's a well, that's a decent pension then. Well, you've put the years in. Now that pension yeah, went yeah. towards buying Hastings. I take it. It did actually. Yeah. 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 I won't say how much we could pay for the club between this myself. Of course not. Don't worry about that. It was it was quite a considerable amount to, to, to you know it's I've always supported I mean my aim was at one time to be uh, to actually take over the club mm. never thought I would have the chance but uh, you know because of various things which have happened you know I've sort of gone back to just being the president now um, yeah my wife my wife not in the best of health actually and I obviously had to put her before anything else oh god yeah, you know, yeah. In, family comes in, first in my, in my time as the time I had as chairman of the club. Being a chairman, you had so many meetings to go to and everything, and you know it wasn't yeah. fair on her actually. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah. well, you know, obviously, I hope I hope she's 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 well. I hope she stays in decent health, oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah. You're you're you being the club president. I mean, is there what sort of role do you have on a match day? Do you do you have to do any meet and greets, or is it is it just going around shaking people's hands, or what 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 does it involve? Nothing too much, to be honest, Chris. I, I do like a point of standing up near the players' entrance. I'm sorry, the uh, entrance where people come in, because uh, I've known a lot of the supporters for many years, and I like to have a little chat with them and everything. Oh, okay. but, um, and I, I still do quite a bit of work for the club, because I do all the um, 
the um, bookwork for the club, the spreadsheets in that for the income and the expenditure of the club. Oh, blimey! Yeah, 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 yeah. Which are, you know, it's something so you got... I can do at home on the computer. So I quite enjoy doing that actually. Oh, I'm absolutely yeah. useless at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about you know that the whole time kiln project? From your point of view, how is that moving along? I mean, I know it's a lot of it isn't in anyone's hands at the moment. We're well, how's that moving along? Well, as far as I know, it's moving along quite smoothly. Obviously, I don't have much involvement in that at all, actually. Um, that's basically to Darren Burney and Peter Sherlock, and I know Billy Woods as well. It'll, you know, when it comes off, it'll be fantastic for the town, actually. It's been, it's been something what's been lacking for the town for years, actually. Mm. It'll be a shame, in a way, to leave the old pilot field, because, to me, that is a real football ground. But, um, you know, for keeping it the upkeep of it, it's going to cost a lot of money, actually, and... Uh, it's something we can look forward to, the new club, new club and everything up there. All right. And so, Dave, any favourite characters over the years? Anyone that you would, because obviously you're saying you, you, you come to the gate, you still meet and greet the supporters, which is fantastic. Um, is there any particular people you want to shout out that you've had a great relationship with? Not really, to be honest, Chris. No, I mean, it, you know, it's not really. I, I got on as well with Phil and Barbara, who were, run the 50-50 oh, yeah. programs and everything known them for a good number of years yeah yeah right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody to be honest I'm you know get very friendly with anybody actually to be honest yeah oh yeah yeah oh, okay Dave I mean what's your take on uh, when we're going to start again it does look like we're done for for this season it, unfortunately I mean where do you think it's going to go? Do you think it's going to be another null and, null and void? Or do you think that maybe the Brains Trust might actually come out with something better? What do you think? Well, um, you just get the feeling it's going to be null and void again. But I see no reason at all why it can't be done by PPG mm. over two seasons combined. At the end of the day, it's going to be up to the FA who make the final decision. The Ismia, the various leagues, Ismian League, Southern League, and Northern League, they can sort of decide what they want to do. But at the end of the F, at the end of the day, the FA have got to have the final say. Mm. And you know, you just got a feeling what's going to happen. But uh, you never know; we might be lucky. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be actually, Chris. To be honest, yes, it would be nice if we could do that. You know, get promotion. We did. I always remember my first write-up in the local paper when I took over the club, mm. along with Darren and Peter. We were very close to getting relegated to the county league. Mm. And my first match in uh, when I was chairman, which was, I think it was about the 4th of April 2015, we actually beat Herne Bay. And I think after that, we didn't lose another game. Oh, wonderful. And we, we avoided relegation, you know, going down to the county league. Yeah. I always remember in the write-up I had with the uh, local paper, yeah. I said, my aim is to get out of this uh, into the Ismian Premier within three years and hopefully into the National South within five years. Now, that hasn't materialised, but uh, I think we will do eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, under I mean, particularly as um, I think. Well, I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a little bit biased, but I think Aggie's done such a fantastic job uh, with Absolutely the team. Absolutely brilliant job he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without uh, a doubt, a brilliant job he's done. Would you? He's done he, a brilliant job. Would you? Do you reckon he's going to get a new contract? Well, uh, what do you? What do you think? I would hope he would do. Yeah. 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 Well, we need to. We need to. Yeah. We need to twist uh, Billy Wood's thumbs. You need to. Yeah. You know. Yes. <laughs> Sort him out. 
So yeah. you're yeah, your experience on away trips. What's what 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 you got, Dave? Well, the first one is um, the year we got promoted to the Southern League Premier Division. We lost at Maidstone on the Saturday, which I believe we lost about six nil. Ouch. Tuesday night we were away to AP Leamington. All right. And uh, there was a group of about uh, five or six of us went up by train on the return journey back from Leamington. The train from Leamington back into London was about half hour late. And we ended up getting in London too late to get the last train down from Victoria, which was actually the midnight train from Victoria to Hastings. Mm. We ended up sleep, stopping in Victoria Station overnight and uh, coming down on the paper train in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what's yeah, the paper train? Know. Paper train's about four, four or five, isn't it? Oh, I can't remember. I think it's about early. Minehead was another one where I decided to probably do the stupid thing and take a group of us down by car. Yeah. Whereas the train, uh, the uh, team done the sensible thing and went down by train mm. and um, broke down on the way back at Portsmouth. So that's another case of sleeping in the car for mm-hmm. a while, getting the taxi all the way back to Hastings in that. Oh, dear. And, uh, then, of course, the wind, which I've actually put some of this on Facebook, uh, the actual Wimborne trip where the coach got stuck in the mud and we had to stop overnight in a hotel in Wimborne. Ended up getting back about four o'clock Sunday afternoon. Oh, dear. So, you know, but uh, going, going back to the Southern League days, I always remember um, when we played Stafford Rangers away. Yeah. Uh, just as we got into War Stafford, there was a sign that said Manchester 47 miles. I thought, what the hell are we doing up mm. here playing football? <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it was in them days, actually. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, wasn't so regionalised in them days and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks for that, Dave. And, um, that's OK, Chris. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. thanks for your time. I mean, obviously, I look forward to seeing you at the game. When, when, we, get, when we get a game again, get, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure everyone, well, everyone yeah. thinks that, don't they? Yeah, it'll be it'll be great to it'll be great to see everybody again. Actually, I really do miss it. Actually, but, yeah. Uh, you know, just, I, I just I just spend my Saturday afternoons watching the horse racing. <laughs> all right. Uh, hopefully, not gambling too much, Dave. Uh, 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 a little t- a little uh, tipple here and there, is it? A little. I um, have a little gamble. Yeah. I, I always I always back the um, racing the racing all the races on television. I have a bet on. Yeah. I've always really, I've always really enjoyed horse racing, to be honest. Yeah. No. Yeah. My my dad's the same. You, it's yeah. Saturdays. It's racing and football. Don't disturb. Yeah. No, no, so. no, that's right. <laughs> well, listen, Dave. You have a, a lovely day, yeah, and take care. Yeah, okay. Cheers, yeah, Chris. Bye. Pat McCrossan. Santa Maria. McCrossan.
defender jake elliott jake really appreciate you, you coming on mate uh no, I, from uh, us hastings fans like we just think you're proper class you might not want to hear that <laughs> we do um no, it's nice to hear yeah yeah i've had some insider information as well we're gonna we're, we'll talk about that in a little bit i don't know where you want to start like what, what what brought you to hastings in the first place jake so yeah i moved i live in bath originally I moved down to Eastbourne for like university, mm. and then I was playing at Peacehaven. Then I I finished the season, and I was sort of just looking around for like a club in a higher league, and um I came across Hastings. Seen I don't know, I can't remember how well he'd done the season before. Yeah. But then I knew um Louis Rogers already. All right. So I knew Lou when he, he was at Uckfield, so I played against him a few times. Mm. Just go um, past him. No, I didn't actually. Oh. He almost scored against us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, he scored. Yeah, he came off for a free kick in the last minute. And oh, you're he joking. Did, he didn't score. I think it was cleared off the line or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... Oh, you never really hit him, would you? No, 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 literally. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, go then, on, Jake. Um, so, yeah, I've seen Hastings. I mm. sent out a video. I had a video from, like, Uni Games and Peacehaven. Yeah. So I sent that out to Hastings and, like, a couple of days later, Aggie got in touch. I met up and, yeah, as soon as I spoke to him, to be honest, like, it was quite clear. He's quite passionate with it and everything. So, yeah, yeah I came along. From from a fan point of view, when we're in that stand, you know, when you get that ball, but you when you get that ball, like everyone's like, ah, oh, Jake's got the ball. He glides, he glides down that yeah. right hand side, like you know, there's just no worries. Like, yeah, it's. Okay. I mean, who, who did you? Who have you styled yourself on? Is there any players from? Um, I'm not too sure because um, I used to play centre mid when I was a bit younger, and then I went centre back. And when I came to Hastings, I was originally playing centre-back. I was yeah. playing our left centre-back for P-Saving out of three. So um, when I went, I don't know, I like going forward a lot. So I've noticed, to, yeah. Yeah, I go right back and it's like perfect there. Yeah. But I don't know who I would, I'm not really sure who, in a right-back sense, I'm not sure who I would I uh, yeah. compare myself to. I really like um, his left by Kieran Tooney. Oh, like, right. Because yeah. he's sort of similar, he attacks loads. and So you're a gooner? Yeah, I am, yeah. Yeah. Are oh, you not doing too yeah. bad now? It was a bit of a worry a little while ago. Yeah, it's picking up. It's picking up. Yeah, yeah I think Kieran is the most, of like right back, I'd say the most like close person I could sort of think oh, that I'd cool. want to play like, yeah. I mean, in, in terms of the um, the guys at the club, I mean, who's who's your, who's the favourites to be around? I mean, is there anyone that you're just stuck at the hip with or? Yeah, everyone's great to be fair mm. at the club. Yeah, everyone's great. I think um, in the change room, Guys is definitely, yeah, it's definitely a personality. Like funny, Ryan's another one. I think everyone sort of got their own sort of thing about him. It's different because mm. because I train in the daytime, 
so that's more like the younger lads. You see, like TC, I think he's funny. Like yeah. there's other players who are funny, but then when you're in a bigger group, a sort of thing, mainly guys who are stony, but yeah, they're like the bigger characters. Yeah. From a, from a fan point of view, like we're we're like amazed. You know, I don't want you. To, don't, we don't want you going, yeah. But like we, you know, we're amazed you're still here. You know, we're thinking like for your level because you're a very good player in our in our eyes. Yeah, like that, you know. I mean, hopefully, once things get on track, we're going straight. We're going up. We're going up the leagues, yeah. Yeah. Like what? 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 What's, what kept you at the club? Was it just Aggie? Was it just Aggie? Or what? yeah, I think so. In the summer, I sort of had to think about everything and mm. had to take it all in. And I think the main thing I'd say is definitely Aggie. I think there's not really, obviously it's it's not too close, but it's close enough to Eastbourne. Mm. And I think around that area, there's no club, I'd say, where they've got a manager who works as hard as Aggie does. Like yeah. He's putting on sessions, daytimes for us. And really, I looked at it and I thought, in a year's time, I probably, when I joined Hastings, mm. to in the summertime, I think that's the most I've ever improved as a player. Yeah. So I think I looked at that and I thought, if I have another year under him, like I'll just become even better and better. So I think that's the main thing that kept me. Yeah, I mean, like from a humble fan's p- perspective, like when you first started, it was like, oh, okay, this guy's all right. And then just as that mm. season progressed, it just seemed to be that you just made it your own. Do you know? Uh, like, yeah. just really that confidence was there, and like you, you kept sneaking forward all the time. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> you know, it was. Yeah, gross. I think that's sort of how it. In my eyes as well, I thought I think I struggled a bit first couple of games mm. of my first season, and then um, once I got used to it, I think I sort of, and also I think Aggie, I think he was always confident in me, but mm. as I managed to get forward forward a bit more, I sort of felt everyone sort of trust me a bit more, yeah, so it allowed me to sort of play with more confidence, yeah. Nice, 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 mm. nice. So you're you're studying at the moment, yeah? Yeah, I'm in my final year, yeah, sports science. Is is that is that in Eastbourne or is that like over in uh, like Bath um, or Bristol or whatever? No, no, it's in Eastbourne. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously because of COVID, it's all online. So I'm currently in Bath, but um, nice. yeah, it's in Eastbourne. Yeah, it's nice that way. My my, my wife uh, studied at um, Bristol, so oh yeah, yeah. She she always drags me up that way. So you know, it's lovely. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I've had a few fans saying like, "Oh, don't go, don't go." We obviously want like all of us like like all, all Hastings fans. We know like what we're level, what level we are. Yeah, and it's like you know every you guys on the pitch proved. You know we should have won the league last year. There was yeah. nothing that you guys did that was wrong. You know what I mean? It was just you did your best, but unfortunately this COVID and all that. We understand yeah. you guys want to play up in higher levels, and it, you know it'd be great if you could hang around. Yeah, but yeah, you know you know what I mean. It's a short career, so don't. Yeah. You know, about I that. think the thing is, uh, like, it's unfortunate for Hastings, really, because if you look around the club and stuff, mm. you'd think, like, if you didn't tell me what level it was, you'd think they're probably Conference South, at least, like, yeah. the way everything's run and stuff, so. Well, right, I've got one little piece of inside information, right, is apparently you're a bit, like, like with myself, you're a bit of a, a fan of ridiculous headwear. This is what I, I heard. <laughs> is a lie? Is this is this an untruth? What is it? Um... Yeah, yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I wear like um, I wear it's a do strong like, source told me that as well. A strong source. Well, yeah, I can imagine a few of them said it. Yeah, I think like when was it? December maybe. Mm-hmm. So I wear like a do rag for my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps it all wrapped in, and um, I came into training with like a bright red one. I think from then on, yeah. 
was just like from then on, yeah, Pete, yeah. every training session, Pete saying something or... Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. He's a legend, he's. But yeah, I mean, like, from everything that I heard that from any of the people I've spoken to, they've always said that you're like just a proper gent and nice guy. You know, I asked for some, you know, come on, let's, I want to tease him about something, make him laugh. Yeah. No, no, he's just a good guy, nice guy, good, you know, good family mm. person, you know. Yeah, I've, I've got no, you know, I've got no, they got nothing to tease you on. So, um, no, I did, I, yeah. <laughs> apart from the headwear, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that it looks like the season's done. Mm. It, um, I mean, what, what, what's your, what's your hopes for the the summer? I mean, do you think the if if you know, obviously at the moment, I'll say you're still at the club. So, yeah. What do you think? What do you think um, I'm sure it's going to change quite a bit. Uh, over the next few months, because I'm sure a few people will move on. There'll be some people are getting older. I mean, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Anything? Your thoughts? Um, so I'm not too sure. I think when I set out this season, if I was being truly honest, I sort of thought, let me have another season and mm. this summer have another think about yeah, what yeah, I want to yeah. do. And I, I thought we were going to be league above, really. Yeah. Uh, like, and hopefully we'll be. But, um, no, I'm not sure really. Just because yeah. the way the season's been, it's so I don't think I've really done too well this season. I think last season I've done well, but where it's been like I got injured in the beginning yeah. of the season, and I don't feel like I've had a chance to really get a good run of games in. Well, so, we, we um, thought that. We thought that. Funnily enough, you know when you had that injury you were coming back from, and it was like yeah. you weren't really the same. And yeah, just, yeah. in the last few games before lockdown, it just seemed to be clicking a little bit again. So yeah, yeah, it's exactly. a shame, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is anyway. Sorry, Jake, I butted in. No, no, yeah, literally that. So um, just in the summer, I'm not sure really. I look. The thing as well is I got to think because I'm finished uni. Yeah, I'm not sure whether I'm gonna try and like relocate down south because yeah. I really like it to be honest Family. down there. So yeah, so it's just sort of. I think for me. Now I'm finished uni, football would definitely be the main sort of thing yeah. that I focus on. So um just whether yeah, whether I come back to Bath or stay down in that area. And then yeah. from there I think I'll just decide, but I'm not really sure at all. Oh, okay, fair enough. What, yeah. what's the decent clubs around Bath? What's the Um So the highest is obviously Bath City, which is Conference South, yeah. and there's Chippenham. And then um it's probably like Froome and Melksham, which are league above Hastings, the Hastings League, that are decent, yeah. But oh. I think like standard football, I was quite, kind of shocked when I came down. Mm. And I'm not sure to fair if it's just Hastings or... But the level there seems a lot, even though it's the same level, seems mm. a lot harder, a lot better yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to back here. So um, oh. ideally, yeah, I'd rather play down that way, like yeah. down in the south and that, but... I'll just have to see, yeah. Yeah, you see how it goes. I mean, you've got to be... Yeah. It's good that you're honest. Yeah, I mean, it is um, it is what it is. You know, no one's uh, got got anything against that. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. um, we all understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there any thoughts for you? You got any uh, anything to say kind of for any of the supporters? Uh, anything like that? Um, just thank you, really. I think that's the main thing we've got to say. Just thank you, because obviously... Uh, last season was great, like the sport we had in all the games and stuff. Mm. And it was like, for me especially, I think I hadn't really been in a club with that much following, like yeah. we're going to like other teams and being louder than all of them, like their home mm. fans. So I think that um, that was amazing, yeah. And even this season with all the like, everything that's been going on, just followers like still coming to games, yeah. still travelling, 
I think, yeah, it's just quite amazing, really. So just thank you for that. And here's the West End's and Sidley Vets' finest, Ian Gareth-Jones. Hey. Hello, mate. Ian, how you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, just skiving out of work for a bit. Absolutely right, Ian. It, well, I didn't know you, it was Ian Gareth Jones. Is that? Oh, that's, yeah, just it's just a middle name. Basically, that was just um, when you go into theatre you, to get your equity name and stuff. There was already an Ian Jones, so I just threw my middle name in yeah, um, for, for that reason. <laughs> Ian Gareth Jones, who is a attendee. Can we say you're an attendee at the pilot field under the watchful eye of uh, a certain Mr. Pete Heritage? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a new attendee. Been down a few times. Um, yeah, Pete's got us coming down. It's been brilliant. You, you are a a West End actor with with well multiple great projects like Mamma Mia, Footloose, Chicago, Billy Elliot, Scrooge, Guys and Dolls, Oliver. You've got Mary Poppins coming up. When yeah, you- I was doing I was doing Mary Poppins um, when obviously all this um, coronavirus struck. So I'd been in that for about six months. <laughs> Um, and then obviously we got um, all this has happened. I think it was last March. We got told to that we needed to go home. We thought we would be out of the theatre for probably a couple of weeks. And um, yeah, ten months later, we're still waiting to to go back. <laughs> what, what? What? I mean, what's the what's the current state of play there? I mean, obviously it's just decimated your industry. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one of those industries you just cannot do it um, financially without getting a certain amount of audience through the doors. Um, it's just not possible. Um, so, unfortunately, um, obviously all the producers of the different shows in the West End and stuff had had a meeting, all came together, but it's, it's just not possible for the shows to run mm. to a even a 50% capacity. And obviously, the way things have been, it wouldn't even be safe to do that at the moment. So, until the social, in, social distancing's kind of... Um, relaxed, um, we're just not able to go back, really. Um, I think they're hoping... You know, fingers crossed, the focus is hopefully being back in the theatres by the summer. You know, that, that, that could change again, but fingers crossed, that's when we, uh, we will be back to work. Are you on contract, though? I mean, are you furloughed? or what's... Um, as, as, as self-employed, we, um, we basically we got um, our producer, he gave us like a payment to sort of tide us over. He, mm. he kept us on contract for a while. Um, and then, unfortunately, he wasn't able to keep that going because yeah. um, it was looking like it was going to be a, a long period of time. Um, so then basically we've just been on the self-employed grants, been helping us out and picking up any work we can in the, in the meantime. But we were all told that basically our jobs are safe to go back to when, when the theatres reopen, um, yeah. for my show anyway, personally, which is, which is a good thing to know that you've got that to go back to. Well, yeah, you, you, you'd think something like Mary Poppins ain't getting cancelled. You know what I mean? That's, that's no, I, I, I'm, very, I'm very lucky to, um, we, obviously we'd only just opened six months into a run of hopefully being there for a few years. Mm. So in terms of a show where you, I'm lucky enough to, to feel like it's, you know, we, I, I should be going back hopefully whenever that will be. Um, a lot of other shows, maybe some of the smaller shows, um, the company members maybe aren't so lucky. Um, it's back to the drawing board. As soon as they're allowed to, they'll be auditioning for for hopefully new shows that will be will be coming into the West End in the summer. Yeah, I mean, what, what in terms of your your work, have you been able to do stuff? Because I know a few comedians and that that have been doing stuff. Obviously, a different kind of way of doing stuff, but like Zoom, Zoom comedy. Is there any? Is there been any of that kind of thing with the theatre? Is there any? I mean, I know it's a bit niche, isn't it? But like, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been tough. Personally, um, I haven't. I've been I've been doing a lot of the. I've been teaching um, a fair bit via the Zoom, mm-hmm. um, but I've got a few friends that have kept it going. A friend of mine, um, a guy that I work with, share a dressing room with, actually, Mary Poppins. He did a, a show called Distanced, um, which was basically Zoom conversations filmed between, like, with a script that he'd written. Yeah. Um, but it was excellent. It was like it was like how people are going through this current time. There was a, a scene his wife played um, talking to her mother who had dementia and like a sort of six minute scene showing how everyone's been coping with it all. And he's, he kept himself busy for the last six months filming that. That's gone out on YouTube. So I think everyone's just trying their best to do what they can. Yeah. My wife, she does a, a thing on our local Bexhill on C Facebook page. She sings every day at 11 o'clock and um, she's got all quite right. a few people that tune in and, and they do like a different song, her and my daughter every day and... I think there's about 100 people that tune in and it keeps them going. They have a little coffee at 11 o'clock and everyone comes together. So, Well, let's advertise I mean, that. What's, what, what's that? So that's on... Yeah, that's, uh, that's my wife, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie Hill's singer page. Um, she started it on the Bexhill on C page um, and has now moved it onto a Lizzie Hill singer so she doesn't keep bothering anyone who doesn't want to sort of tune into <laughs> it. But, uh, yeah, she does it. She's basically, oh, every, every time yeah. we come into lockdown, she's done it every day. Um, so that's been, been brilliant, kept her busy. I've, she's dragged me on it a couple of times to sing a couple of numbers, but uh, yeah, I'm trying. To, I tried to stick out of that one. I've uh, I've committed to my football career since uh, my musical theatre career has come come to an end for for a while. Yeah, I have heard. I've heard little whispers. I mean, to, to be honest, look, consider yourself at home. Consider yourself part of the Hastings family. <laughs> I'm honoured. I'm honoured yeah. to be part of the family. <laughs> so yeah, so you play for Sidley. Just yeah, Sidley, uh, yeah, the old yeah. boys. <laughs> so what's the banter like there? Because I'm sure it must be quite uh, uh, quite a lot of fun. Well, obviously, as you can imagine, most of the banter is, um, is started with uh, Mr. Pete's heritage. But no, for me, it's been brilliant. I came out of theatre and it's like, I don't know that many people in, in Bexhill-on-Sea down this way. And I just thought, well, I've got to get on with something else now. I need to be busy. Mm. Um, so I put on Facebook that I, I used to play football to a decent level. 20 years ago but obviously I haven't played for a long time so sort of said is there any Vets teams that I could join and mm. um, Tony Cousins the manager of Sidley Vets got in touch and said you know come on down also Bexhill Rovers that I've been playing for on a Saturday they got in touch so yeah it's been good for me just to be part of those communities the WhatsApp mm. groups and you know uh, for the Bexhill Rovers when I joined we had, we had a, a night out when we were still allowed to have a night out and I had to do my initiation sing a song on the microphone down the local pub, all that type of banter, yeah. which is great. But with, no, with Pete and the, the, the Sidley Vets, obviously all the banter goes through him first. And just a, a quick story. Every time we, um, he's quite obsessed with the fact that I'm in Mary Poppins and uh, the fact that I'm now playing football and stuff. Mm-hmm. So every time we play in a away team, uh, Pete usually plays um, right back, I'm centre back, so we're, we're close together. Mm-hmm. He starts telling the centre forwards and the wingers, He's, he's in Mary Poppins, that one. <laughs> I'm trying to play a game. We're trying to kick yeah. on. And then you get to the pub afterwards, usually go for a drink with the team afterwards. Mm. And he's telling everyone, every mm. single every single person in that pub, he's yeah. in Mary Poppins. I'm like, shut up. You know what he's like. I'm like, shut up, Pete. Just leave it. Anyway, I come down to the pilot field for the first time. Get ourselves a beer, which I love. Old school football. Get yourself a beer. Get to the pitch side. Mm. We're like, Pete, nice one. You all right, mate? He's out there doing the, the training drills before the game. Well, that's it. He's brought half the team over to introduce me as um, this is this is Jonesy. He's in Mary Poppins. <laughs> so yeah, he he's uh, he never stops going on about it. But um, yeah. he's a he's a great character. It, it, it's kept me going. It really has. And 
actually this last lockdown, I've, I found it tough actually because that's we've not obviously been able to play now, mm. um, and that's been the one thing that I've sort of got myself into, whether it be going down to watch Hastings or or playing on a Saturday. So yeah, at the minute this is this is the worst, the toughest lockdown for me at the moment. I think that and dry January as well. I've, yeah. uh, oh, what you stupid, kept dry January I, going? Yeah, stupid idea. I, I thought, you know what? We had the, the second lockdown into Christmas. You know, you get to that point, you just think yeah. it's got to be done. Um, so two weeks in, but uh, oh, well I've got also follow um, Liverpool. So uh, it's Liverpool United today. So that's going to be tough to watch that one without a pint. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what do you reckon the score is going to be? It just depends which Liverpool turn up, doesn't it? Is mm-hmm. it the Liverpool that played Palace or is it the Liverpool that played Southampton at the minute? I'm not sure. I think. Hey, I mean, it sounds silly. We're not we're not in transition, but obviously we're dealing with the the lack of a centre back. I've been hoping to get a phone call from Klopp myself, to be honest, yeah. uh, going to step in. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the likes of getting Thiago into the team. He's, I mean, what a player he is. But I think yeah. at the minute he's almost too good with those passes for people to be in in twine with him. So mm. I, I don't know. At the minute it could go either way. I hope that we go out and absolutely batter him today mm. and um, put him back truly where they belong. <laughs> good good i like that i like that but going back to the west end stuff um back back in the day when i used to live in london you used to yep. always go to the west end so you know a lot of these productions that you've you've been in i've seen they're great great you know there's nothing better than a big west end production a nice lovely evening out not to, it's not actually that expensive for you can get decent tickets not not, not that yeah I mean, what was your, what was your, what's been your favourite one up to now? Is there any particular? I've, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things. Basically, I did a show quite a while ago now when I was a more uh, more of a dancer, younger, twenty year old, mm. and I did a show called um, Footloose, and it was basically one of those shows where you you come together and it's just a great group of people, mm. and um, basically the a group of lads who I still now to this day call my best mates. We've got the WhatsApp group and that. We all were in that show together and we did like a, a UK tour and then it came into London and we did a year in London. But that's a very special show for me because that's where I kind of met all my best mates that still yeah. to this day, we're still all really close. Um, in terms of a show, the best show I think I've been part of, um, I would have to say Billy Elliot, I think. Yeah. it's such. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's such a, a fantastic piece mm. of theatre start to finish the story and I think it's one of those shows where a lot of the time you know I've got I've got friends that uh, their their wives maybe enjoy the theatre but they wouldn't go themselves mm. but they've gone to see that show and absolutely loved it because it's just mm. such a, a story that the working man can relate to and it's, it's done in such a, a great way and um, yeah so I'd, I'd say Billy Elliot is probably my um the best show I've been part of oh nice nice okay I've got a few questions here Yep. Question from Mr. P. Heritage. <laughs> who, <laughs> who, who is the best linesman in the Sidley's Vets team? <laughs> well, yeah, that's well, that's got to be um, Mr. P. Heritage. Um, there's a little story about quite recently. Obviously, we, we've got quite yeah. a big squad for the Vets team, um, mm-hmm. and we played a game before this lockdown, and. Um, and Pete was on the bench, you know, he's getting on a bit now, but he's still a still a hell of a player, I will say. Um but he was on he was on the bench and um we're all winding him up that he's um he's the best linesman we've ever had. So uh yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of stuck. He wasn't he wasn't happy about that, but he's um yeah, no. Definitely Pete. He's the best linesman I've ever ever played with. <laughs> right, we've got one more. Uh why is his missus selling his sparkly Wellingtons on umbrellas on Facebook? 
<laughs> so this was yesterday. He's um, the wife is doing you know anything to keep herself busy at the minute. Yeah. So she's right. I'm going to clear out the closet, get rid of a load of old clothes and boots and stuff like that. So she's putting them on the local Bexhill on Sea Facebook page, mm. and um, yeah, every single item he puts on, he's like. You can't get rid of them. Jonesy will be living. He, he loves them boots. So, but it just went on. It was every item of clothing. I've got the wife in the other room saying, can you tell Pete to shut up? <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, Pete Heritage. <laughs> yeah. Legend, legend. There was, a few, there was a few sort of musical quotes I was going to bring in, but I'm not going to do that because I know that uh, Pete does that all the time, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> We've asked about your hopes for the industry, haven't you? That you say probably this summer it might kick back in. Yeah, I know that Mamma Mia have just um, released that they are reopening the first week of June. I we've got a Mary Poppins cast. We've got a meeting next week um, to oh, tell good. us when when they're hopefully going to release that they're selling tickets again. Um, I think again, I think they're looking hopefully to start rehearsals again in April, um, May time to open in June. So. Fingers crossed. I mean, again, it just it keeps changing, doesn't it? But I, I think this time, hopefully with the vaccine, this is the one that we can actually look forward to coming out of it. Yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, just, well, we'll just switch to Hastings now. So you've, you've come along, you've seen some games. Yep. Obviously, you can tell that um, I'm a bit of a sad, I'm a sad fan. But like, yeah. what, did you think? what did you think when you come along? I absolutely loved it. Um, to be honest, it reminded me because obviously I grew up. Um, I'm from North Wales in uh, just a little village just outside of Wrexham. Mm. So my local team, Wrexham, they've been obviously in the conference now for I think uh, over ten years. Um, but it's that it's that kind of um, family club, isn't it? That mm. I just think that's what football is all about. Obviously, I've just said obviously I'm a big Liverpool fan, but I also yeah. love just going to the local local football team wherever wherever I've kind of lived. Um, I lived in Leighton in East London mm. for about eight years. So I'd go down to um, Brisbane Road and watch watch Orient play. And mm. wherever I've kind of lived, I've kind of tried to commit to that local team. So I always knew being down this way, you're sort of looking around. You've got Eastbourne Borough, you've got Hastings United, um, even Bexhill United. I've been down to the um, down there, the Pole Grove, to watch them a couple of times. But yeah, coming obviously knowing Pete and getting invited down to the pilot field instantly. I, I just loved it. It's the, mm. the vibe. Everyone talks to everyone. Um, there's a lady that sells the uh, the merchandise. Yeah, Absol- absolute diamond. I don't know what her name was. I can't remember. Um, but we stood and, and chatted to her for about half an hour. Again, Pete told her I was in Mary Poppins, so that started the conversation. Right. Um, but she was, she, was, <laughs> she was just excellent, and she was getting us trying on the hoodies. What do you like? What don't you like? And mm. I just I love that vibe that everyone f- sort of almost knows everyone. And even if you don't, you, you're getting a conversation and. Um, so for me, that's that's what football's all about. Um, it doesn't even matter about you know if, if it's a boring nil nil, as long as that point is important to you, or or you you, you win a one nil off someone's knee. It's it's just it's part of mm. being part of a club like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I've kind of, yeah, like I say, I, I grew up with Wrexham, and actually I paid uh, to watch them on the feed yesterday. You know, you can do the ten pounds as if you. Right. How they getting, to- getting on Wrexham these days? Uh, they, well, they've just been taken over, haven't they, by this um, by Ryan Reynolds, oh, course, the, the yeah. young star. So, what do we think about that? I mean, are we happy about that or not? We are happy because we've been we've been fan owned for a long time, which has been mm. great, and it's stabilised the club. When um, there was a time about ten years ago where you know we could have we could have we could have gone under, um, and the fans took over and have done a, a fantastic job, but. 
as you know, lower league football, especially that conference, only one team goes up every year um, automatically. It's, it's a tough league to get out of. Um, yeah. And every season, it seems like somebody comes along and buys one of these clubs with, with the money behind them. And, and you've got clubs, no disrespect, a lot smaller than Wrexham, going straight through that league and into, into League Two. Mm. And I think without some sort of investment, it's very tough to get out of it. Um, and, and, and these lads, I mean, my sister's um, the disability liaison officer at the club, so she, she kind of gets all the, the inside info and stuff. Oh, OK. And then they, they seem very, very serious um, oh, about good. it. My dad's, yeah, the dad's a shareholder as well. Um, he, he, they've done all the meetings, and it seems that they're, they're properly up for this. They want to do it the right way, um, not rush it. They want to, you know, invest into the club, but not, not stupidly, you know. Um, so I think I think it's exciting times. Um, we're sitting just outside the playoffs at the minute because I think they're still sort of signing the contracts and stuff to, to mm. take over. So I think I think it'll be next season. Hopefully, we'll be looking to uh, to get back into the league. Hopefully, well, yeah. I mean, they've, got, they've got quite a good um, pedigree in the cups, Rex. So I don't know if you remember that game where we uh, we knocked Arsenal out of the FA Cup two one. How can you forget uh, that? Mickey Mickey Thomas free mm. kick. And I think it's the, the reason it always is such a famous one. The season before. We beat them. They were actually league champions and we'd finished bottom of the old Division 4. And the only reason we hadn't got relegated that season was because it was one of those years, I don't know why, but no one went down. So we'd, we'd actually managed to stay in the Football League. And then it was the season after that, we, um, we played them in the FA Cup and, yeah, beat them 2-1, which was, I was there on the cop watching that oh, one. Oh, you went? Oh, wow. Yeah, I was there with my dad. I can't remember how old I was, just a young lad. But yeah, we were there. Yeah, and then we got yeah. West, West Ham in the next round. And we actually got a draw with West Ham. Was it away or home? We got a draw. And then anyway, yeah, we got knocked out in the second leg. But yeah, we've uh, Wrexham got, got a bit of pedigree in the uh, in the, in the the Cups. So yeah, uh, Great, great. No, that was a great game, that bloody hell. Anyway. And what a, I don't know if you remember, what a free kick, Mickey Thomas, what a player he was. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It was good. But, well, I, I don't think... Going sideways on this now, I, I mean, I don't think that uh, the FA Cup has that same magic now. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. But then I did obviously I, I tuned in and watched the the Tottenham Marine, and that gave me a bit of a, a bit of a tingle. Obviously, Marine didn't didn't really turn it with five 0 or whatever, but it was just a nice. I don't know if you saw it with with everyone in their back gardens yeah. drinking champagne, and yeah. I think someone had a ghetto blaster in the corner of the pitch. And and for me, that's that's the FA Cup, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it was quite nice to see that because I agree, I felt like it was starting to lose it. And it was almost like that was a little injection that we needed, you know, for the FA Cup. And obviously to see the, the Chorley team, you know, all singing Adele in the in the changing room, you know, more of that, yeah. please. That's what we want to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. I mean, that, that game, that Marine game, it, it was funny. You saw the picture of Mourinho sitting in his chair. And then there's all these people just, you know, because it was a small wall behind him. And they're all yeah. standing there, just, you know. It, you know, it was quite, quite, quite funny. And the, then the, um, the cardboard cut out a clock. Someone yeah. had in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was good. I mean, and Spurs took, took that game seriously as well. And that, they that, did. That, it's got a very good team out, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's the only thing I have. We just, the people are just putting their second and third string teams out. That's that's when it's, you know, I, you know, just obviously you you've seen that Wrexham game. You kind of know Arsenal put a decent team out against you. That wasn't no crappy team. Yeah. You know, anyway. I'm waffling now. Anyway, look, Ian, it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, Thank no. You very much for your time. No um, problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, if there's anything you want to promote, anything, I'm quite happy to um, give us the links or whatever for your, for your missus's um, 
singing. We'd love to get, we need more people. Yeah, no, just, just tune in. Yeah, Lizzie Hill singer. And then just, yeah, I just want to say hello to the boys from obviously Bexhill Rovers and uh, Sydney United Vets as well. Yeah, and the, the, the greatest linesman as well. The greatest linesman there ever was, Pete <laughs> Herrick. <laughs> well, thank you, Ian. And uh, good luck today. Cheers, yeah. yeah. Nice one. Fingers crossed. Yeah, take care. Take care, bye. And here's Ben with two ends. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Hello, you all right? Ben, look, just kicking it straight off. Like, but what? Um, yeah. how are you settling in? Like, what, what's this academy like? Yeah, I've been up for about, I don't know, three weeks now, nearly, nearly three weeks. And I settled in really well. I wouldn't have came up here, I don't think, if I knew I wasn't going to settle in quite quick. Straight away from my trial, yeah. even though I was just on trial, I felt settled in. And I felt like I was already part of the squad, so I settled in really quick. And I'm in my host family, and I settled in here quickly. Oh, nice. and everything's done all good. Yeah, so you've got, like, proper slaves making you dinner now. You know, you clicking uh, your fingers and all that, is it? I it's, well, Burnley's, a, Burnley, Burnley's not really like that, I don't think, to... No, nah, I didn't think they were. Academies. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, like, in my host family, I do my washing and that. But so it's basically, like, I'm living on my own now. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, so what? So how many are you actually in this in the academy like structure? Like how many lads are you playing with in that? So in my in under 18s there's about twenty seven people, but it's split between seventeens and eighteens. So a lot of the eighteens are with the twenty threes. So mainly it's just under seventeens. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of people in the squad, big squad, but there's plenty of fixtures. For like under seventeens and under eighteens. Oh, nice. Okay. And so, like, so for instance, like, you, you, have you like you've been there three weeks now? You're kind of picking up who's the laughs there, who's like have you got your little grouping together, sort of um, buddying up and that. Yeah, yeah. All of us, the whole team's really close nice, to each nice. other. So everything's all good. No, oh, brilliant. Oh. I mean, yeah. how, so how long was this on the cards for then, Ben? Well, I tried about. I'd say about just it's just before Christmas it was a child. COVID hit, and I was going to come up about two weeks before Christmas, but then it was mm. pointless really because they're breaking up anyway. So yeah. then he'd be coming up if about a week. So then they said, "Oh, we can hold it until January." Then so my contract will last a little bit longer then as well. Okay. So yeah, nice. So I'm contract I'm... about two years. All right, and okay, and so uh, did do you get many of the first teamers uh, coming to the academy and that? I mean, you you chatted with any of the management team. Well, at the moment, because of COVID. Oh yeah, COVID, split, isn't it? So yeah, Burnley, yeah, Burnley are quite strict with the COVID and all that. Yeah. So with us, we're at the stadium most of the time. Like, so when we do gym and have lunch, it's at the stadium at Turfmore. Mm. So yeah, that's good. We have like a pit side view and. Things like that, having lunch, that's good. But then training, we get on minibuses to the training ground. So yeah. we, we see the first in training and that, but we can't really go into the building as of yet because of COVID. But once yeah. COVID's over, I'm pretty, when I go in, I think we have like breakfast and that with the first team in the morning. Nice. So that'll be good. Yeah, once it's all settled down. Yeah, this is COVID, isn't it? I didn't even think when I'm asking that. Yeah. I didn't even, I just, you know, I just think it's to me like, I, I, I went to Turf Moor, but before you were born, mate, yeah? It was the last time I went there, yeah? But like, uh, yeah. and I was thinking, oh, you know, I bet he's, he's had a look around, lovely stadium, you know, nice people there. But you can't, can you? You kind of, nah. I suppose you've got to keep your little bubbles and that. But so in terms exactly. of, 
so so I mean, so the who's who are you being coached by right now? Who's your coaches? Uh, there's a guy called Tony and another guy called JT. So just two, yeah, two just two managers we have in our age. Then obviously we have the physios. Yeah. Yeah, an SNC coach. Yeah. yeah. What's all like the, the the pitches like? I mean, yeah, the, the training grounds. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's, the training grounds brand new. Literally about a year ago it was, and they changed to a Cat One Academy about a mm. year ago. So this training grounds all spanking new, and everything. Oh, all the pitches all flat and nice. Yeah, like like like, like the pilot field. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I better say that otherwise, like Simon will come beat me up. It's old Simon Rutkin. <laughs> The, um, He's a good grasper, no, nah. Well, I was going to ask you, like, um, what's I mean, your thoughts on obviously Aggie and the boys and that. Uh, obviously, everyone sends their best wishes. I mean, I mean, fan wise, you know, it's yeah, a great, yeah. great, great opportunity for you, and I hope it goes well. What, um, have you got any messages for the lads? Just hopefully this, they can get promoted. Be really good. And I feel really pleased if they do get promoted, and that's what I really want for Aces. Really, just now yeah. they can hopefully once COVID settled down. They can progress up to the up the league tables, get as high as possible. But it'd be really good if we get promoted because the Hastings deserve it, especially for the, over the last two years what they've done and Aggie what he's done. So I'll be really pleased if they get promoted. Nice I one. wish them all the best for that. A humble fan's opinion, yeah. You kind of just you just came, started coming into the team. And it weren't like, you know, like, okay, I'm old, right? So like yeah, sometimes you yeah. see like young players come in and they look like headless chickens just because they're just so desperate yeah. to please but the way you yeah. came in it just just it wasn't like it was just oh there's there's another first teamer do you know what i mean like you absolutely yeah, yeah strolled definitely. it i don't want to big you up too much you know what i mean i you know, can't really do yeah. but like, um mm-hmm. i mean how did it feel just getting i mean you obviously have the confidence otherwise you wouldn't be at burnley yeah you wouldn't be uh you know you wouldn't be getting the results you're getting but like how did you feel when you first came into the Hastings team? Did you? I mean, because I know that the coaches have been very supportive. So at first, I started in pre-season. I started pre-season. I saw Aggie over at Little Coming Brack and I started training with him and a couple of the first-team players and I really enjoyed it. And me and my dad thought, oh, Hastings sounds like the best option. At that time, yeah, I was yeah. like, he's from Borough, under 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and my dad, well, where Aggie's coached me before and Brownie and they're good coaches. We thought it'd be best to go Hastings, but we didn't think anything of me playing in the first team as quick as I did. So we, I was just thinking, oh, go to Hastings under Aggie and that, play under 18, 23 level. And in pre-season, Aggie selected me for one of the games and from there, I just really kicked on yeah. as a player and everything, yeah. Well, that's yes. It's a real shame from our point of view. I know not from like uh, just from our find, but you know that we didn't get to see more games with you in because, you know, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, that's just the way. It is. This COVID is just kind of. Um, I mean, Definitely. it's great. It's great that you got that opportunity, and and obviously people saw your talent. At least you're going to get to play football, aren't you? Yeah, my football's going ahead. At the moment. Yeah. It's all a little bit shit though around the training ground, but it's better than nothing. At least I'm playing football. Oh, 100 percent. So, so what's the what's the deal then? So you're at your 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 host family, you, you is yep. it is it bed at nine o'clock in nine o'clock at night or something like that? Uh, it's not it's not that strict yeah. really to be fair. Well, I go to bed quite early because I'm always whacked out every night when I get back. I yeah, think I, every morning I start about eight thirty. Yeah, oh. get back about four thirty. So I, just, I get back, I just play Xbox a bit, have dinner, and just chill out. I've got a question now. Okay, how comes your bet your Ben? But why have you got two ends? 
that's a question for my mum and dad. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know, to be fair. Yeah, um, a lot of people ask that. It's a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not actually sure, to be fair. I think that where they didn't really want my name so short, so they added another N onto it. <laughs> that's unique, yeah. mate. It's unique. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, you got any, any messages for the supporters or anything? Um, I just wish Hastings all the best. And I, all the Hastings players want to do the fans well every game, want to please the fans. That's the main thing for Hastings, I think, pleasing the fans and doing well themselves in the league. So, be, when the season carries on, I think it'll be, I'll definitely come down and watch some games. I know every game's good to watch for Hastings. Even when I was not playing, I watched Hastings games. And it was a joy to watch. So. Oh, good on you, Ben. Mm. Well, I'd love to see you down there. Obviously, yeah, I can't buy you a pint because uh, you're a healthy, a healthy <laughs> individual. So I'll get you some sort of yeah. sparkling water, whatever your, your <laughs> drink of choice. But listen, mate, lovely just to give you a few minutes. And obviously, big respect to Burnley and that. Uh-huh. And um, uh, You take care, mate, and have a nice evening, yeah? All right, thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah, that's all right, mate. You take care. Thank you. Wish all you all right. the best. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks. Bye. And here is Safety Dave. Holy shit! It's Safety Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello. Well, an abs- this is an absolute honour for me. Uh, the, 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 the man, the legend that is Safety Dave. How are we keeping in this lockdown, my friend? Keeping fine. A bit bored, but... <laughs> yeah. I noticed yeah. the high-vis isn't on. Nah. No. Starting to miss it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, just uh, for the people that don't know, because we all know you as Safety Dave and we sing your song when you, you pop by. Yeah. W- w- how long have you been at the club? I've been working about 14 years now. Okay. I did start going back in 89 when I moved down here. So I used okay. to go and watch it with my dad. And... Okay. And and, yeah. and so, so 14 years ago, you, you donned... You've done the high vis. Yeah, um, uh, we used to, used to be a steward there, which is um, Mark, Mark Lawrence. Okay. He used to be a steward there. He was chief steward at one point. And he, he, I went to school with him and he said about doing it. And I said, oh, I'd like to do that. All right. Was it like... Put- yeah. Was he going to phone me up next day because he thought we were rather drunk at the time, but... <laughs> Was it like, you know, when they win the, the golf, you know, they put the green jacket on? Is that what it's like when you're putting the high-vis on, when you're being yeah. presented with it? Yeah. yeah. Well, Dave, I've got a couple of questions. I've got a few fans that have... Because uh, yeah. you do have fans, mate. We all love you. We all love you. Uh, fans. Your Hastings high points, what's your highlights of, 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 of your time as a, as, a, as, a, as a safety, Dave? I think the first season when we, we went up. Yeah. Went up for the playoffs. That's one nine point. I mean, and obviously the cup one, the um, Bishop and Stockford game. Uh, yeah, it, it felt to me that everyone connected to the club was there before we got hit the heights of like the oh, Harrogate, Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So one of the things that. Well, I've always wondered is that you must get a lot of banter. You obviously get a bit of banter from us, don't you? Like, you know, yeah. we'll give you a little bit of stick, don't we? But like, do, have you got any sort of funny little bits and pieces you've had from any away fans or uh, any stuff you've had a chuckle about? Not because really. Yeah. You're not going to say not really, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, I, I've got a message from Robbie as well. Robbie, you know, uh, Mr. Expletives, Robbie, does he ever think about putting away the safety vest and rejoining us fans? Occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> Sort of stuff like yeah, you've got to do any training and things like that. Is there anything that you've got to keep to up to date with? Yeah, um, some masters have been trained. Got us um, eight and what's it called? H H H V Q student, which we got through the club. Oh, okay. Well, club part of, but we were looking putting the others through it, but because of what's happened in the last yeah. year or so. We're hoping we would be able to get the rest through and anyone who wants to join us. I know it's, ch- it's changed a lot. I, I used to do stewarding at Lords, you know, the cricket. for the yeah. yeah. And then it was kind of like, like, if you like the game, just stroll in and, and we'll have you. Do you know what I mean? But I, I know that now you've got, to get, you've got to get a few bits and pieces before you can become a steward. But hopefully we will be able to get, uh, once we get going again, yeah. we'll be able to try, put people through this course. Yeah, Which yeah. in long term for the CV would be a great thing. Well, yeah, particularly, age... yeah, particularly controlling those Hastings fans, eh? They're a nightmare. They're annoying, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you ever feel like you know? Obviously, because we give you, you know, we give you a little bit of stick. Do you ever feel like shouting a bit back? Because you're always very, you know, you take it on the chin and you're like laughing and joking. But do you ever feel like saying, "Ah, sod off"? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I'm having a bad day. <laughs> so, but I mean, you you are you have got your own song though, Dave. So I mean, it's um. I, I never thought ever I'd ever my own song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you've earned it. You've earned it. Yeah. I mean, is there any message you want to give out to any of the Hastings fans? Just keep it going. Yeah. And obviously, we'll be back. <laughs> what What do you think of um of Aggie signing on another couple of years? It's good news, isn't it? Uh, I think it's very good. A bit of stability, which we haven't had in before him. Maybe so many years I went, we didn't manage at least one manager a year. Yeah. It's it's weird, isn't it? He's come along and, I mean, we we really should be higher higher leagues now, shouldn't we? But I'm really really glad myself that he stayed. You know, like everyone's saying, it's a job unfinished, isn't it? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. obviously, I think probably him, him for himself, he feels it's still not done, and it's, he wants to get us up higher. So, yeah, so you could be the you could be in like the that. Imagine Premiership safety, Dave. Eh? <laughs> uh, I figured probably have to find a replacement. We've got the proper qualification. Get out of it. You're a you're a legend, Dave. Don't let anyone say <laughs> any different. If people are interested in stewarding. Who, who do they need to contact? You know, obviously working under yourself. Who do they need um, to contact? Just contact me. I mean, yeah. boss, like the board or something, if it's okay to take them on, just in case it's um, everything I don't want as long as we're into work. And obviously, doing hard, doing, being a steward, is not what everyone wants to do because you ask sometimes not to watch the game. Yeah. I, I, I remember that at the cricket. Like, yeah. You, you don't mind if the Aussie... Well, I remember this was back in last time. I did the Ashes, 2005 Ashes at Lords. Yeah. We, got, we got spanked at Lords. And yeah. the Aussies, oh, they went shut up with bloody ooh Glenn McGrath. And so I was happy to do my stewarding then because we were getting 
walked all over. But then when England are on top, you, you want to watch the game. It's a bit like yourself. If 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 Hastings yeah. playing some great football, you you you, you your eyes get um you got to be your eyes have got to be pointed in two different directions, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's a thing. I've I've had games. I've had actually oh, going off. Oh, I thought it was the final score because I'm so busy watching the crowd. <laughs> Wants to be involved with the steward in. Tell us your email so that if anyone's watching this and is interested, they can email you. Yeah, it's um, David Russell, eight eight one at hotmail.co.uk. Yeah, exactly. And then you are under the tutelage and the wing of Safety Dave. And who wouldn't want to be? Yeah, come on. Um, yeah. Other than that, Dave, um, if there's anything else you want to say, um, please feel free. Otherwise, we'll, we'll leave it there. I just um, wanted to thank all the stewards because um, they worked so hard and we haven't been to see each other before Christmas. So uh, I'd like to thank Greg, Daniel, Paul Howard, Paul Opton, Gary Histed, Shannon, Shannon Histed, Martin Basile, and Sam LeBet. They nice. put themselves out. It's not only the first team game, they come to the under 23s, under 18s, and far nights when we have them. <laughs> far yeah. nights. Well, once we're all back and that, we'll have to show a bit yeah. of love towards them because uh, you, yeah. you all do such a bloody grand job. Uh, and I'm yeah. not talking buff for myself there. That everyone thinks that. Um, yeah. You know, you, we've had a few hairy situations that you've got us out of, Dave. So, um, yeah. and, and you've done it in the right way. So, uh, all right. And Dave, well, listen, look, you have a nice evening. And yeah. um, thank you very much for your time. That's okay. Okay. Well, right. you, Dave, uh, you yeah. take care, sir. And that's it for another week, Hastings fans. As ever, if you want to leave any feedback or contribute in any way towards the show, please email me on hufcpod at gmail.com or on my Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. Equally, I've got a YouTube, which is Sussex by the Sea podcast, and love a few contributions there as well if you can. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game whenever that's going to be.